Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Good evening, everybody. I'm glad that you're here tonight. I've been thinking about Thanksgiving. You know, the Thanksgiving holiday is soon upon us. It'll be about a week from Thursday of this week. And we think about Thanksgiving. The first thing that comes to mind is an abundance of food, a large, lavish meal maybe shared with family and friends, an abundance of all of the traditional foods, and usually eating to the point that you have to loosen your belt and your belly will pop. And It's a wonderful thing to be blessed with family and friends and an abundance of food, but I'm going to bring some attention to the fact that there are a lot of folks and families out there in America right now, even all over the world, that are going to be impacted by a job loss or perhaps a loss of a loved one or maybe the family has had to split for some reason and a lot of people are just not going to be able to get together for Thanksgiving and they're certainly going to have not much on the table, if anything at all. And it made me think about food banks that are in a lot of the counties where there are places that will collect donated food and distribute them among people and families who need them. And I was listening to a news story about food banks that have been severely impacted over the last 18 months, mainly because of the COVID lockdowns of 2020, and then because of the impacts of jobs and employment and moving in 2021. And so food banks are putting out appeals that they're needing donations. And I got to thinking as a prepper, wow, what could we do as a prepper that could help some of these food banks? And it caused me to think that I know that I have a lot of food preps that I have in my prepper pantry, and I rotate them out as I need to use them. But there's still a lot of food products in there, non-perishable products, canned goods, rice, beans, things like that, biscuit mix, flour, sugar, salt, that sort of thing. And I know that they could be rotated out and actually donated to a food bank and then Some of the newer products that I've bought can be put into that spot. So as preppers, we could rotate out our older but yet still viable food products, donate them to a local food bank, and then what you have purchased more recently, you can put that in as your first out spot, and then your most recent acquisitions now go to the back. So that's kind of a prepper idea that might both help rotate out some of your stock and also benefit those in food banks that could use some of the things that you have prepped. You could even do this if you didn't want to go into your own prepper pantry. You could just go to the grocery store or the supermarket, wherever you buy your foods, and purchase some foods and household items specifically for donating. Certainly, you can do that anytime. Uh, Something else that you could do is you could sponsor a food drive to benefit the local food bank. And you could do this through a school group, maybe a parents group in classes, or maybe your church group, your community, your neighborhood. Uh, Some people are members of social fraternities and social sororities, perhaps ham radio club, hiking club, outdoor club, whatever is your civic organization or your social group. You could band together and actually form a food drive where you could all collect, maybe assign different types of things for people to donate and then make a large donation to a food bank. And not just food, but there are some other things that you may want to think about donating, and that would be baby diapers and baby wipes, baby formula, baby bottles, paper products such as paper plates, bathroom tissue, paper towels, plastic picnic utensils. 
over-the-counter medicines, things like just simple aspirin or antihistamine or maybe just something for coughs, colds. And also, last but not least, pet food. A lot of folks are going to, they'll feed their pet before they'll feed themselves. I've met people that are like that, and I've been that way myself in a lot of cases. So maybe even donating some bags of dog food and cat food, dry dog food, dry cat food, perhaps canned dog food and cat food, or even bird seed, things like that, can be donated to a local food bank. I'm going to take a quick break right here so that you can hear an ad from our sponsor on today's podcast, Jim Curtis Knives. Have you ever noticed that when you're around a bunch of guys, all the knives look pretty much the same? They may be larger or smaller, and they may have a different blade or handle design, but they're all pretty much generic-looking, sporting goods store knives. But a custom-built fixed-blade knife really stands out, or at least it should. It should be high-quality, durable, and exceptionally beautiful. It should be razor-sharp and hold an edge. That describes a Jim Curtis knife. Jim Curtis builds custom knives in central Alabama and ships them to you. He will send you photographs throughout the process, and the two of you will communicate until your knife is exactly what you want. You'll receive a knife that is as beautiful as it is functional. Jim Curtis Knives builds quality that is affordable. Each knife comes with Jim's lifetime guarantee, which includes lifetime sharpening as well as detailed care instructions to protect and preserve your unique knife. You can have your knife built to your design specifications. Choose your steel. Choose your blade design. Choose your handle material. Choose your sheath, leather, or kydex. You can also select one Jim has already designed and crafted. Each one is a work of art, yet highly functional and destined to be passed down to a family member. He posts many of these on his Facebook page. The colors, designs, and blade styles are breathtaking. You can ask questions about the knife you are considering, and he is good to respond to every question. But they go pretty fast, so don't wait too long. Whatever style you choose, it's going to be beautiful. Remember, all Jim Curtis knives come with a lifetime guarantee, lifetime sharpening, and two band-aids. Yes, it's just that sharp. Mark has a Jim Curtis knife that I gave him last Christmas. He loves it and carries it proudly. And yes, he's used both band-aids. Check out Jim Curtis knives on Facebook or drop him an email. Both links are in the show notes and on Practical Prepping website. Okay, welcome back. There's another area about food and food supply that I want to talk about, and it's something that you can also take an active role in, and that is being aware of some of the needs in your community regarding some of the schools. Uh, A lot of public schools have meal accounts for their students where the parents will contribute a certain amount of money for each of their students that goes to the school, and they just use that money on account. And sometimes those accounts can get down to the wire or sometimes down to zero. Now, no child will go unfed at school, but there is a difference between being able to buy the lunch that's in the money on the account and being able to have the, you know, the peanut butter jelly sandwich that they have for free. So you can anonymously sort of play like a secret Santa and you can actually go to the local public schools and you can speak to the principal or the cafeteria superintendent and you can anonymously benefit 
however many you wish to, maybe find out which accounts are running behind, which accounts need to be caught up. It might just be a very small amount of money, but it can make a large difference in a family that might be struggling to feed all of their kids that are going to school. So think about being able to contribute to the school meal account of uh, students in your area. You don't have to know the student. You can just anonymously donate to these accounts and they'll apply the money where it's most needed. Another way that you could help would be to inquire about the food donation programs through your workplace or your church or your civic organizations. A lot of these larger type groups and organizations do food drives through the year and you may want to be a part of preparing for that or donating to that and then they can benefit the families in need. Something else to think about is there are soup kitchens and prep kitchens that are providing not only just holiday meals at this time of year, but sometimes they'll provide weekly meals or maybe five days a week. There may be a place where those that maybe are homeless or just find themselves on hard times right now can go and sit down and have a nice meal. Perhaps you need to consider volunteering at a place like that where you could do some of the shopping for the products or perhaps you could do some of the prepping and cooking of the meals or perhaps even serving the folks that come in to have a meal when they need one. So as we're just kind of getting together and thinking about our own Thanksgiving plans with our own friends and family, just realize that in your own community, there are going to be several people that are going to be struggling and you could make a huge difference if you just do some small effort to try to make sure that the hungry get fed because nobody wants to be hungry. We, we all have so much to be thankful for, and we all have an abundance. And I think that we can share with those that are having some hard times right now. I know they would be very appreciative of that. So think about your food banks and the local organizations that prepare food and also the student meal accounts at the local schools. These are ways that you could make a difference as a prepper and just as a good citizen. Happy Thanksgiving. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.